Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 311. Today is Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Very exciting episode planned for you guys. You guys are listening to this podcast on Spotify. Make sure to give the Elijah Fire podcast a follow, an honest review, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you again for the, the kind reviews, the honest but kind reviews and generous. Lots of fours and fives. Uh, so we just thank you guys. We love you guys. Um, and we're just going to keep the content rolling. Speaking of content rolling, over the weekend, we released uh, our teaching series, our second teaching series that we did with Kelsey O'Malley called Living from the Spirit. That's a great, um, it's a great introductory uh, series for those of you who are trying to hear God a little bit more accurately, um, needing some direction. How does God speak? All those good things. God is awakening a lot of people right now. So and actually, that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about today, but this series is fantastic. Um, whether you're a seasoned believer or a young believer, doesn't matter. You're going to get a lot out of it. I got, I uh, I was saying, I think I, I said this last week, kind of setting up the series, that I, one of the ways that I don't often feel a manifestation of is like getting like absolutely blasted with the spirit to the point where you're like drunk in the spirit. As a matter of fact, I, I wasn't consciously aware of a time that had happened, but it actually happened during the end when Kelsey and I were praying, doing ministry, the end of one of those episodes of that series. I remember that happened. And afterwards, I was like, oh, my goodness, I am having a very hard time articulating and walking right now. So um, just a great time, you guys. So I know you guys are going to be really blessed. That's on all of our podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. So speaking of good stuff, anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com, that keeps all of this functioning. There's a lot of moving parts um, and it keeps us working, keeps us having a job. And we really appreciate you guys believing in this ministry, but we don't stop there. We also take a portion of your donations and we put them into our partnership with Show Mercy International digging freshwater wells across the world, even stateside. Um, and so we're going to play a quick video and then we're going to get going. Clean drinking water, something most of us don't think twice about, but many people in Uganda don't have that luxury. You are helping to change that. Your generous giving to Elijah Streams has translated into clean water for thousands, but it's more than just numbers. It's about people. For instance, Joseph. Joseph and children like him walk for miles for water. Some can walk up to two to three hours a day. The problem? The water they work so hard to collect comes from dirty ponds, swamps, and rivers. It's contaminated and dirty. But when there aren't any other options, what choice do you have? See this pond? Joseph, who doesn't know how to swim, fell in. It was early morning and dark. Thankfully, his brother was with him collecting water that day and saved his life. You've given him and his family a new water well that's close by. There are so many more stories like Joseph, like Joy, Jacob, Safina, Teddy, and Matthew. 
you are helping to solve a huge crisis. Water changes lives. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to more families in Uganda. Would you join us? Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Thank you guys again for your generosity. A lot of moving and grooving this year. We've made a lot of expansions. The, the tail end of last year, uh, you know, I was privy to some of the information of expanding into, into Nepal and Ethiopia and doing some stuff with First Nations tribes here in the States. That's because of you guys are just you guys are out of control with your generosity. And we just thank you, Steve, Steve, myself, everybody on our team. We just thank you guys so much. So, um, all right. I haven't had this guest on in a little while. I personally haven't talked to this guest in a while, and I'm really looking forward to it. She's always doing something. Um, she's the co-founder of Crave. She's also the author of the fantastic book, Good Girl. So if any of you guys are wanting to have the purity talk and maybe you're having a hard time getting through to maybe some of your daughters or whatever, that's a great book. Link is in the description. I personally have read it. Uh, there's a lot to glean, whether you're a guy or a girl, actually. So. And she's just honest. And that's the great thing about it. So uh, without any further ado, let's give it up for my guest today, Victoria Sosa. Victoria, welcome. Thank you, Jeff. Thank yeah. you, Fire. Absolutely. So good to have you back on. You've been, what are you up to? You got like, you got like a bun in the oven or something? Yes, I have a bun in the oven. Woo! little lion in here yeah is or we are eight months pregnant so amazing yeah so, so we're almost finished with this journey and we're so thankful god is so faithful mm. but yes we have yeah. a lot going on right now yeah and we i was talking to you backstage how um you know i would say like last night and into this morning i was just reflecting on you know my time and knowing you and during that whole duration we've seen you meet rob get married and now pregnant and it's just amazing like to see god's faithfulness you know because that was a real desire of your heart yeah. and god was so faithful you know and i was just like man like god you're awesome so yeah. awesome yeah. yeah i remember that very first interview with, with you jeff mm -hmm. and i remember you kind of asking me if i was dating you know we were tiptoeing around it and i was a little afraid to say that i was um, now looking back at that, wow, that was my husband. Yeah, come on. Everything that God has done in the last year, maybe yeah. year and a half, I mean, it is just mind blowing. He is so faithful. Yeah. Follow him. Mm -hmm. And it's been kind of like breakneck speed for you in terms of just like crazy, like, you know, and it's just like God's really expedited a lot of stuff. And I think that that's. That's the awesome thing about following the Lord is sometimes we can like, if there's it, what feels like delay, you know, and you can look at it and be like, oh, it's just okay. But when it happens, it's going to take forever. And it's going to, and, and sometimes if you just feel the Lord on something, man, it's just, even in my own life, there's been a lot of things where I just have felt this massive, just uh, expediting of certain things that I thought were going to take a long time, you know? Oh, yeah. So when so God cool. is on it, he just, he goes he a quick thing. It's done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you guys have something really cool happening starting tomorrow, correct? Yes. We Tell the people what that is. So we are starting Fall Fire Revival here in Central City, Kentucky. It is a continuation of the Just Jesus event that we had back in June. 
under the tent where God moved so powerfully, uh, where what I say is when the wild ones came together together for one name only, and that is Jesus Christ, the King. And that is our mission once again, to gather the wild ones, those who are hearing the call of the King, and just just worship him at his feet and believe to see something that we've never seen before. And that is just the manifestation of his spirit. So cool. Yeah, it starts tomorrow, 7 p.m., Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 11 a.m. on Sunday. And do people need to register? Can they just show up? Is it just, how, how is that going? Show up. Um, yeah, you can just show up. Just show up, people. Show up. No we're going to put a link in the description to get access that information, you guys, because, you know, we like to we like to provide resources for people. Um, I, there's a lot of people who are just hungry for an event like this. That's right. um, at If you go to, on Instagram, it's at Revival House cc that's at revival house cc all lowercase all one word but we will also put that in the description but it's out there just in case because it's not going to be there right now it'll be there after after this is live yeah okay well victoria what's god been showing you because it does seem like like obviously you guys are doing these crave events and that was catered more towards like young people but also a lot of like unsaved young people and it does seem like God has transitioned you. Not that you guys have entirely left. I think you guys have been pretty clear about like that's not a way. But God has had you transition mm -hmm. for a season indefinitely. That's between you and the Lord. But it does seem like these events are more obviously unsaved people can attend these just Jesus events and all that stuff. But it is really just about like you were saying, uniting under the banner of Jesus. Mm -hmm. whether you know him or not yet and let him just inviting in his presence. And when you right. do that and you have no other ulterior motive, right. Uh, people change, you no know, other agenda but Jesus. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, like you said, for 10 years, we threw wild rave like parties um, targeting people that were just the worst of the worst. Um, Christians would maybe look at them and think, oh my gosh, if they ever showed up at their Sunday morning service, um, they may curse or smell or be high or drunk. Um, that was our target. We were fishing for, um, I guess we were fishing for the lost wild ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Lord is just like revealing that to me right now. We wow. were going after the wildest of the wild in the world. And we were casting a net to those kinds of people and sharing the gospel in a very creative, different kind of way. We loved, we loved doing that. Um, but when, when the COVID season happened, the Lord began to speak to me that, uh, Victoria, you're no longer going to just fish, but you're getting ready to fish and I will fill. And I didn't really know what that meant exactly. Uh, personally, I didn't want the parties to stop. I love the parties <laughs> and they're just so much fun. And I get to wear a wig and dress up and <laughs> dance and be crazy and travel. Uh, so I didn't want those to stop, but the Lord began to pour out a hunger in me and in my brother as well. And in our team, a hunger just to be with him in a very new kind of way, a very pure way. It makes me emotional just talking about it. But he began to draw us close to his heart. And 
for a season, it felt like we couldn't we couldn't do the parties anymore. We had to focus in on what he was saying to us in this season and why he was drawing us close. And that's what I believe he's doing with people all over the world. I believe a lot of people are even dropping their own ministry agendas and just looking at Jesus and saying, what is it that you want me to do, Lord? I can hear you doing something new. I can see your, your spirit being poured out in a new kind of way. Uh, so let's let's follow this. And that that's what we began to do. And uh, we thought, you know what, let's just throw an event called Just Jesus, because that's exactly what it's going to be. We're not going to promote any speaker or band or anything super cool or fun. Let's just see if other people are feeling what we're feeling. And people came from all over the world, Mexico, Iceland. Iceland came to little tiny central city, Kentucky, to be with Jesus. She was baptized for the first time, filled with the spirit. Uh, all over the states, the girls can, I have some wild ones with me here now. They can help me, but uh, they just flew in for the event tomorrow from North Carolina, Mexico. The girl is here that just moved here from Los Angeles for the glory that's happening here in our town, the revival that's happening so the Lord is drawing people together. He is building a beautiful bride and a beautiful army. And I think he's taking us back to a first church kind of time, a very radical, uh, a radical people that he is bringing together for a reason that only he knows specifically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And this is honestly, Victoria, this is a, a message that I hear a lot right now. And I think that this is definitely on, I mean, it, it, it's not even a maybe, it is absolutely on God's heart. It's just this, don't try and have it make sense. Don't try and, and, and force your own like ideas into this thing. And I think it's interesting because I had a, um, a guy on yesterday uh, who is a filmmaker and he's him and his brother are really spearheading an anti-human trafficking movie. Um, it was one that got, was given to him prophetically. Wow. He had a dream um, about like this warehouse, and in the and he knew in the dream that it was there were children being kept in there, and and so it's this big thing, and like all these connections are happening, and and he was talking yesterday about his process of even like getting serious with the Lord, and he said, "I saw a Todd White video, and you know people can have their own opinions about Todd White, but." The bottom line is he said, I saw a guy, he's like, I was raised in a Christian home, but I saw a guy actually living out the gospel in just a genuine way. And all of a sudden I was like, whoa. And I, that's it. it I, Victoria is like just the whole church on display, um, displaying God's power just because of intimacy, I think uh -huh. is what people are so hungry for. And because people haven't experienced that, like, like God is answering the cry of our hearts, you know? Yep. Ex that's exactly what it is. And I just love how you explained that so well. Mm. People are so hungry right now to see the real Jesus on display mm. and to see a people that has laid down everything yes. for this Jesus. Yeah. They're so hungry to see the real thing. Mm -hmm. And that is what is happening. People are laying down themselves, laying down their agendas, laying down their flesh just to be who Jesus has called them to be. People are moving across the nation. They're, 
they're changing careers. Um, like this guy, he's picking something up um, that Jesus showed him to do. They're, they're going after what God is calling them to do, leaving everything behind. And the, the Lord is moving so fast right now. And his, the call is out to so many people. So if you're hearing the, the call from heaven, if you're, hear, if you're hearing Jesus call you to a certain place or to do a certain thing, just obey, yeah, sacrifice on. and obey his yeah. voice and watch what he will do. Come on. And I was, something else that I was talking about in yesterday's show with this guy, Ben, is that it's okay because he started asking me about my own creative ventures because that's something that god has really been pushing me in the direction of is like i've had all these creative ideas film ideas things like that just sitting incubating huh. and i just didn't feel like it was time to to pursue them yet but suddenly now it's like i'm running out of runway and i think that's where a lot of people are right now is they're like they see these big things they have big um areas that god is wanting to this, them to step out in big ways and you have these moments in life where you can see that you have plenty of runway and then you have this sensation of speeding up and then you have those moments of going not a whole lot of room here we need to fly or not fly you know and it, which means i need to just step out and trust god and i think that's where a lot of people are in that space right now you know yeah. so whether that's maybe your church it, it has been stale and and maybe god is asking you to to actually surrender total control Mm -hmm. and just let him show up and and there's maybe a fear there of like your flesh wants to grab a hold and be like but i don't know what's going to happen when i do this and i think that that's again that's where a lot of people are too is like i can't see the end of me i can't see the end result of me stepping out but yeah. that's exactly where god wants his body right now it's yeah. like no 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 like <laughs> that's just faith we have to yeah. step out we have to follow his spirit yeah great the great teacher, the great Holy Spirit is always speaking. We just have to listen and obey and trust the Lord. That is faith. That is, that is what we're supposed to be supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, I love that. Um, what happens often on this show is that uh, each week we can have a couple of episodes where unbeknownst to the guests or even myself, the messages kind of dovetail together. Hmm which always tells me that God's compassion is so great that he's really trying to drive something home for somebody who's maybe watched two episodes in a row, three episodes in a row, yeah. a new person that's on for the first time. Um, cause he loves you that much. And, yeah. and so, um, Victoria, why don't you talk a little bit about how God is awakening these people? Like what types of people are you, are you seeing what types of people has God shown you? Maybe I'm just, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. I think that, well, I know that God is awakening all kinds of people all over the earth. It's not just the young ones. It's the old ones as well. I'm going to use this guy as an example in our church. He was a Baptist preacher for 50 years didn't believe in the moving of the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit. Um, he didn't believe that they were for today. God began to wake him up. He is now in our church, completely on fire, filled with the gifts of the Spirit, speaking heavenly tongues. <laughs> he's helping us cast out demons. And he's probably, I don't know, 75 years old, 70 years old. I don't know. He's older. 
Um, so this is not just a young people movement, even though, of course, it is. We know that it is. The young people are on fire. The colleges are on fire. People are in the streets. They're taking worship to the streets. They're going to their capitals. But the Lord is also awakening the religious ones that have been so stuck in dry communities, in dry, stale churches where the Holy Spirit has not been able to move. And this is something I'm so passionate about. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Um, if, if you are in that kind of community or that kind of family where it is dead and it is dry in your church and you haven't ever even felt the moving of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit has never been given freedom, but let's just think about that. Like the Holy Spirit has no freedom, which mean God, means God has no freedom. That's a really terrifying thing to me. And if if that no longer is okay with you, obey the voice of God and begin to seek out a wild tribe. There is a wild tribe that the Lord has for you. Um, so yeah, religious people waking up and only the Lord himself can pour out this this hunger on people who have never even experienced anything more of God. They begin to become drawn to it. And he's the one that pours out that, that hunger. He's so faithful and he loves us so much. Mm-hmm. And he wants us all to have more. Yeah. So, Victoria, um, I want to stop here for a second because, I mean, obviously you grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Your dad is a pastor, very prophetic. You grew up around that. Has this been something that has it? But I'm curious with you, because there is a point in everyone's life, whether you're a PK or whether you're not, and maybe you just grew up in a Christian home where your parents' beliefs have to become your own because it's not their relationship with God. It's your relationship with God. And obviously you've come to this place. Were there a series of events that kind of, you feel like God really pushed you into this place where you're at now of just being like, man, like this is what it's about. It's just Jesus. And, Hmm. and uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. I think it's, it's many things. Um, Your life. I'm sure your whole life. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. Book would tell you a lot about my life and uh, the perversion that I lived in the secret addiction that I lived in trying to lead worship and do churchy things with this secret addiction. Um, You know, that was all fake. Uh, That was religion that I was trapped in. Um, Jesus visited me actually in the night. I had a supernatural experience with Jesus himself. And that is really what changed me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was, I was in a very dark place in my life, very depressed. Uh, prior to this encounter with him, I was involved in a massive, massive church, leading worship, you know, 25,000 people, TV wow. stations, uh, the most famous preachers that you know of coming through there and singers and everything. Uh, but I mean, just to be honest, I was being sexually harassed by the pastor. And that's not, that's not a secret anymore. That's a part of my testimony that I've shared before. Uh, I was 19 years old, um, a pure 19 year old girl, very innocent. This was happening to me. Um, 
secretly. I was too afraid to tell anybody. Finally, I told and the Lord got me away from there. But I was so damaged. I was so in despair. I'd started watching pornography during this time. Um, The enemy was just (laughs) trying to take me out before God set me on fire. And so I'm, I'm in this, this place in my life, addicted to pornography. I declined this huge job that they wanted to offer me at this church, like the dream Christian job where you get everything that you need and you get to sing in front of all these people. And, you know, I got away from it. So I'm like, what in the world am I going to do with my life? I have nothing. I'm back in this tiny little town. I'm mad. I'm angry. And I have this lust problem nobody knows about. Uh, Someone was trying to get me to do things with them that I did not want to do. I'm young. I'm innocent. Uh, So, yeah, I was in a bad place. (laughs) Jesus came to me in this bad place, in the midst of my perversion, in the midst of my addiction and my secrets. Of course, he came to me and he rescued me. And that's a that's a long story. That's a incredible experience that I had with him. But while I was with him, he he began to perfect my heart and my thinking and just being in his presence without him having to say a word. He showed me that nothing in this world mattered but him. No dream that I had, no ambition, no relationship. At the time, I'm, you know, 20 years old, the boyfriends, the desiring to be married, I I was so ashamed, even my makeup and my clothes. I couldn't believe that I had ever cared about anything but this man. And he perfected my heart and he changed me in this experience. And before he left me, he said, have fun fishing. (laughs) And when he said that, it's like his heart was just slammed into mine and I knew who he really was. He was a man that went after the loss. Wow. And that's what he wanted me to care about. Mm. I cared about my, all, I only cared about myself before and becoming a singer or being in a big church or getting a bunch of money or whatever, having a big dream. I loved Jesus, but I didn't really know him because I didn't care about people. Mm. I didn't have that as my focus. I had myself as my focus. And when he gave me his heart, I began to see that this is all about you, Jesus. And this is all about going and getting your people. Hmm. So I, I, I woke up from this encounter with him, uncontrollably speaking in tongues. That's never happened to me before. I couldn't control it. It was flowing out of me in a very aggressive honestly like a violent way it was just like i couldn't wow so you like woke up and you were just like blasting blasting yeah blasting uh in the middle of the night and i i still felt him so strong in in my midst you know we have encounters with the lord uh that are beautiful and then there are some times where you know he has got off of his throne and he has come to be Mm -hmm. with you and that is honestly terrifying <laughs> it is but it, awesome it's yeah. awesome life-changing yeah. wrecking yeah. but the most terrifying 
beautifully terrifying thing that I have ever experienced in my life. So, you know, well, why was it terrifying for those who are like, what? Yeah, yeah. Tell us why it's terrifying. When I saw, when I saw Jesus, uh, in my backyard, that's what happened. He started walking towards me. I was inside the, the house and he started walking towards my window. The fear of the Lord became so real to me. So it was a holy, beautiful, terrifying fear, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like, you know, if the president of the United States walked into my house right now, there would be like a, what in the world are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it was like that, except a million times more. Jesus Christ wow. is walking towards me. He's real. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he's actually real. He's really real. I've heard about him my whole life. I've preached about him. My father has preached about him a million times, but I'm looking at you and you're real. So the reality of knowing that was the holy, terrifying feeling that, wow, I have wasted moments. I am in sin. I I have not been looking at you. I'm no longer in love with you the way I was as a child. That kind of terrifying, like, I got to get myself together because this man deserves all of me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Victoria, can you do me a, a, a favor? Um, I feel like we should stop here. And I would love for you to actually pray for people to receive that revelation as well. Cause I know there are some people who really, mm-hmm. they're not going to even listen to anything else we have to share or you have to share before this is addressed. So mm-hmm. I would love for you to just pray for, pray for people really quick. Yeah. Or however long you want. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, I, I can feel him so strong. <laughs> I feel him in my bones. Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would open their hearts and open their minds to hear from you in a new, real way. God, I ask that you would never stop bringing us to yourself and bringing us to the realization that you are the son of God and you are real and you are coming for us, that you will meet us one day face to face. We know that this is the truth, Lord. And I just come against any attack of the enemy, the enemy that would try to keep them in bondage, try to keep them blind, try to keep them like zombies going through life without any purpose or without any drive to want or even know more of you, Jesus. Awaken our hearts, Jesus. Awaken your people, oh God. Awaken your children, Lord. Awaken those who are just going through religious rituals and tradition, Lord. Wake us up, God. Those who are bound in addictions and lust and perversion, Lord. Wake us up to the fact that you are coming for us. That you are coming. Whether it be on the clouds or whether it be in death, Lord. There may be somebody that they don't have many more days. God, wake them up, Lord. May they feel your spirit right now through the screen. May they feel something that shakes them and wakes them just like I felt. I transfer that feeling to them. Lord, that they may feel the reality of who you are. 
you are God. Yes, you are our friend, but you are God. May you give us a holy fear and a reverence for you, Jesus, like we have never known, so that we can be prepared to be with you. In Jesus' name, I thank you for it, God. I thank you for waking up, for shaking them. I thank you for it, Jesus. Don't ever stop running after us, Lord. I know that you never will. Thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank amen. you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so obviously you'd mentioned people who, you know, people that are being awakened specifically in the religious sphere, but also I see a note about people from the LGBTQ um, community as well. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Yes. A a great friend of mine who's actually getting ready to share his testimony this weekend for the first time at Revival uh, was radically awakened by Jesus. When I first met him, he was married to a man and uh, in a relationship with a man, actually married to him. Uh, Only only knew uh, Jesus inside extreme religion. Um, And the Lord began to draw him and wake him up, completely delivered him of homosexuality. 100% not looking back. (laughs) And probably the most faithful prayer warrior intercessor that we have right now, burning for Jesus in the wildest, most beautiful way. And his testimony is getting ready to be public this weekend. He doesn't know I'm talking about him on this show. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, He would, he would be excited about it, but yes, he had, he inspires me so much because not only has he come from this extreme lifestyle and he left all of it to run after the real Jesus. He left all of it. Not only did he do that, but he also left religion and he left his own family who are entrapped in religion. And he on his own is wildly running after Jesus completely on his own in the most bold, brave way that I've probably ever seen. So mm. just these two stories of these two men in our church. I'm so pumped about the men because, yeah. you know, the girls, they're emotional. They can go wild. But but the Lord is doing something in the men where I'm at right yeah. now. Uh, so we have this older gentleman who was a, a preacher bound in religion and ritual and tradition. No freedom to the Holy Spirit. Now he's casting out demons and speaking in heavenly tongues and actually like preaching to the religious community to wake up. I've never seen anybody this bold. And then we have this younger man who has completely come out of a homosexual marriage and lifestyle and has even left his own family to run after Jesus in a beautiful, wild way. So it's not a type of person that the Lord is awakening, but there is a type in this sense that they are the wild ones, that they are willing to give everything that they have to burn for Jesus for real, like we were talking about, to show the world who the real Jesus is. There's no age. There's no type. There's no denomination. This is not a Pentecostal thing. 
This is not a charismatic thing or a Baptist thing. This is a Jesus thing. And the wild ones are waking up all over the world and they're running for real after the Lord. <laughs> amen. Mm, yeah, amen. Well, what's interesting about like those two stories between the, the older gentleman and then the younger guy um, is that <laughs> both of them were where they were as a result of religion. So mm -hmm. religion is going to be a magnet or a repellent to mm. certain types of people, right? So um, in their case, those are the two polar opposites, right? Obviously, you had one guy who's really drawn to it. Um, and uh, and there's some people that take to structure like that re really well. Their flesh does. Um, and then there are those who are like repelled because of that rigidity, uh, as is the case with this younger guy. But I always think like that's it's one thing to be delivered of those those um, that, you know, homosexuality. Or, um, but it's a whole nother thing, a whole nother layer of complexity, I would say, when there's other people involved, you know, like in this case, he was he was in a, a union with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, not the biblical definition, but still, um, and that adds a whole nother level of complexity. Um, but God, and I think sometimes people feel stuck. I think there are some people who are like, I, I, I want to leave this, but I'm in deep, you know? Um, and I, so I think that's an amazing, I think we're going to be seeing a lot, a lot more of that, not just, and I, yeah, even trans um, yeah, a drug, you know, drug addictions, people like it's crazy because I have a friend who speaking of drug addiction, friend whose mom was heavily addicted to heroin. And that's that is an, a, a drug. They say when, when you're addicted, you're addicted for life, even if you break free of it. Mm -hmm. And the Lord delivered her overnight from the addiction. Mm -hmm. And I just really feel like we're going to be seeing that on a magnitude that we've never we can't even comprehend of just yeah. instantaneous just bang yeah because that's what the holy spirit desires to do mm -hmm. and the american church has has been really bad about this putting jesus inside of a box and not allowing the holy spirit to move making people way too comfortable in all in all denominations well we're sick of that <laughs> the wild ones are waking up and we want jesus for real we want a real experience we want to experience what the word of God says we're going to experience. Yeah. Jesus said, those who believe in me will speak in heavenly tongues, lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. They will cast out demons. So we see all of these incredible things throughout the scripture. And when Peter and, and, and these dudes went after it, they went after it hard. And it was miraculous. Signs, miracles, and wonders. There are people um, hearing the Lord and hearing the call of the Lord, and they want these things, they desire these things. So the Lord's going to start pouring it out once again, and we're going to see miracles like this. People instantly delivered of drug addiction, instantly delivered of anxiety, instantly Amen. wanting to leave homosexual marriage because Jesus is worth it. Yeah, The fear of the Lord has returned to the church. We have awakened. His bride has awakened. And so we are going to see miracles like we read about in the Bible. And that's that's what I'm experiencing in my life right now. Miracles, signs, miracles and wonders. And it's just the beginning. It's yeah. just the beginning.
Come on. And like, that's it. That's see, that's it too. Victoria is like, it's just the beginning. This big thing that you're, you maybe feel is too big, but God can, can deliver it in an instant, right? Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. But that's not even the end. Like that's, that's, that's like a hinging point, right? Your life up to this point, your life after that point. And there's so much, so many promises God wants to fulfill in your life. And I just really feel like right now, Victoria, I was, Lord actually brought this to mind just now. I was talking to a loved one today. I'm not going to say who it was just because I didn't get permission to share it. Uh, who was talking to another loved one who is going through a really rough time, depression-wise. And I really just, I feel this just fire inside me that I know that there's a lot of so important to be vigilant in our walk with the Lord and keeping our hearts pure before him, keeping ourselves laid bare before him. Because right now there is a lot going on that is, if we're not careful, can we, we can latch on to certain things that are actually going to lead us down a path of anxiety, fear, mm -hmm. depression. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like God wants to address that right now. So Lord, I just lift up weary hearts. Yes. Lift up the people who are depressed, anxious, man. Whew, okay. Lord, I just, God, we just call down the fire of heaven to burn those things up now in Jesus name. I thank you that you're a deliverer and that you've come down to break the yoke of despair, depression, anxiety, and that you have a promise that comes with that, that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Yeah. And so we just thank you, Lord for your compassion. We thank you, Lord, for your deliverance in that. And so in the name of Jesus, I command depression and anxiety and fear to go. Yes. Jesus. Right now. Go now in Jesus name. Hmm. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys know I've shared a lot about my my walk with that, of being delivered of anxiety. And I'm telling you, it's good news that Jesus comes and he delivers us of those things. It's good news. And he has so much more for us. And so, yeah, I just, if any of you guys need to get on your knees before the Lord right now, just stop whatever you're doing, get on your knees. If you need to confess things, confess those things. Thank you, Jesus, for healing people, for setting people free. For freedom. Thank you, God. Yeah. And I'm like hot, like really, really hot. Hallelujah. Woo! We just thank you, Lord, for freedom. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm, amen. Oh, yeah. In Jesus' name. Hmm. I feel it. I feel mm -hmm. it too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The second I started talking, I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. Yeah. This is, this has got, got some heat to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So God is awesome though. And I think that like, it's that level of, I think pausing whatever you're doing. And I think the thing that I have been really trying to work on, um, is when people are talking to me and say, I'm spending an evening with them to not to, and I'm not perfect at this, but to, to stop and, and pause whatever we're doing and address that thing rather than going, okay, yeah, at the end of the night, I'll pray for you. You okay. know? And I think that for me, like that's been something that God has really been like pushing me more to do with people. Mm -hmm. um, Cause the night's so much more enjoyable. If you can pray for something and someone gets delivered of something right then and there, the light, the, the night is so much more enjoyable afterwards, you know? So. Adventure. Just yeah. go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, Victor, I don't know if you have much more to share. I mean, I, I don't want to push this farther than it needs to go. Um, I just, I want to make sure that everything is released that you felt like you need to release or share. Yeah. I, well, since, since the Lord just moved so mightily concerning anxiety and, and depression, I have to share what just happened when I yeah, was in please. Florida. Please. Yeah. Cause I think this is going to help someone receive more freedom and deliverance. So uh, my husband and I, we were asked to come minister at a revival in a Guatemalan church in Florida. And a girl that follows me on Instagram drove two hours to be a part of this service. Of course, I didn't know that she did that. I didn't know her whatsoever, but she saw the promo and, and she came believing for a miracle. So at the end of the service, I asked people to come to the front. Uh, anyone that needs to be touched by the Lord needs freedom, deliverance, healing. And immediately I, I go to her. I can feel that the Lord is getting ready to do something so special for this girl. And I had the musicians change the song to Yeshua before I started ministering to her, which means something. And instantly the Lord began to deliver her and show me that the spirit of death was heavy, uh, tormenting her and trying to destroy her, the spirit of anxiety. I start going after all these things and um, the Lord just began to give me visions of her, how, how down she was, um, consumed with death. I, I even saw, I saw that the enemy had a little, you know, those little calendars that you rip off the piece of paper. Uh -huh. I saw that the enemy had a, a little piece of paper the day of her death, the day that he wanted her to die. Whoa. And in, in my mind, I saw Jesus taking that piece of paper and getting rid of it and healing her and restoring her. And the whole time I'm ministering to her, uh, she is being radically delivered of demons and being healed and filled with the Holy Spirit. It, it's a beautiful, beautiful video. Um, later, she comes to me after church and she says, I just got out of the hospital last night. My anxiety is so horrible that I can't leave my bedroom. I can't eat. I can't drink. It makes me throw up. I constantly shake. I went to the hospital. They had nothing to tell me, but that this is anxiety. It's killing your body. You're literally dehydrating yourself. Wow. You're, you're going to die if you don't deal with this. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, for the last couple of weeks, the only thing that has gotten her through is the, the song Yeshua. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> she said she knew when I changed that song 
that Jesus was getting ready to set Hallelujah. Yeah. And oh my goodness. And I have to read you the text that she sent me last night because uh, this is going to be so, so encouraging for someone. She said, I can't even come up with the words to express. It's so amazing how the only thing that has helped me is Jesus. No doctor, no therapist, no medicine. The name of Jesus healed me at the snap of a finger, literally. I was going to go to Miami, clubbing, drinking, uh, doing things of this world in October, but I'm forever changed. That now, that kind of behavior, it disgusts me. I have already lost a friend because of the way I'm starting to live, but I know that that it's the beginning of the most powerful journey to start. Come on. (laughs) Come on. So she is still free. She she told me that she has never felt peace like that ever in her life. A moment. Peace like she has never felt came from Jesus. So for those of you that just received prayer, when Jeff was praying for you, for the anxiety, for the depression, the Lord showed him to do that. Yes, it is for you. Yeah, and come on. He wants to heal you. He wants to set you free. I even I feel like there's someone who's on a lot of medication for anxiety. I can just see pills in my mind, lots of pills. And uh, maybe you're like, no, it's not for me. Yes, it is for you. Mm-hmm. This wants to set you free. He is the Prince of Peace. He has peace that passes yes. all understanding. And mm-hmm. the enemy is a liar. He is mm-hmm. a thief. He is a destroyer. Mm-hmm. He wants to destroy you, but he can't because Jesus Christ is coming for you. He's mm-hmm. coming with healing in his hands. He is coming with restoration in his arms, and he wants to sweep you up and drive out every demon that has been trying to destroy you. So we just declare that it's done just like this precious girl in the name of Jesus. If God can do it for her, he will do it for you, even through the screen in Jesus' name. Yeah, come on. And a a verse that comes to mind, too, um, that I quoted a lot when God was walking me through what I went through it's Isaiah 26, three, and I've shared this a lot on the show, but I like to bring it up intermittently and also I'm prompted by the Lord to do it. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And I was, for some reason, I really gra- gravitated towards steadfast when the Lord actually brought this scripture to me during that time. So I looked it up in Hebrew and one of the meanings is actually, it means to lean upon. Mm. So it's actually like an absolute, just like, I need you, Jesus. Like I need you this, just this absolute intensity to just latch on to him. And so you will keep in perfect peace. Those whose minds lean upon you because they trust in you is actually a more accurate translation. Um, and I just absolutely love that. So it's Isaiah 26, three. Um, so, yeah, I just think like that's it, too, is like being mindful during this time of, of God walking you through stuff of what you're t- what you're bringing in, what you're surrounding yourself with. Those things are very important because um, some of you guys just need to stop watching horror movies. Yeah. You're feeling depression and fear. You need to stop watching horror stuff. Uh, you know, you need to maybe you're watching stuff that's maybe more negative and you're finding yourself being pulled into these like fogs of despair some of that is just 
hey, I need to stop watching that. Even though I'm invested in these characters or whatever, it's not worth it. Uh -huh. um, but also, yeah, like some of you guys are just seeing in the comments, some of you guys instant when we started praying, we're starting to cry and, and God, that God's real and he's touching people and he's delivering people. Um, and so I think too, like you were saying, Victoria, like, you know, for those that are like on a lot of medication, like, oh no, this isn't for me. Yes, it is for you. And God designed the human body to not need those things. And mm -hmm. so um, God does want to bring healing. It is in his will that you be heal healed. So, um, mm. <laughs> so good. I'm so good. Thank you. Chief. So good. Yeah. So uh, Victoria, how, uh, obviously you have the revival. Talk about the revival again, one more time for us, the revival event. Yes. So Central City, Kentucky is where we are. And the fall fire revival, the continuation of just Jesus starts tomorrow at 7 p.m., Friday, 7 p.m., Saturday, 7 p.m., and Sunday, 11 a.m. And you can go to at Revival House CC on Instagram, or you can go to my Instagram at Victoria Rich Sosa. And I'm, I talk a lot about it as well. So come on, come be yeah. in the free, come be in the fire, come receive healing and deliverance. And just come be with the wild ones as we pour out our pure worship to the Lord. Come on, come on. Well, Victoria, thank you so much. Um, I know you got a lot going on. You're also eight months pregnant. And we just so appreciate you coming, coming out here. It means a lot. I can see it down here. I look a lot different down here. Yeah. It's, it's big. <laughs> come on, come on. So, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to to see the, see the, uh, see the little guy. It's going to be awesome. So. Um, so anyways, how can people follow you specifically? I, I mostly just do Instagram at Victoria Rich Sosa. And my book is on goodgirlthebook.com. If you need freedom from sexual perversion, or if you know someone that's in a horrible, toxic relationship, uh, really, if you, if you have a daughter, or even a son, um, they're probably dealing with something sexual. We are humans. So it would be great if they read this book, read the the realness and the honesty that I pour out about my story and about all my friends' stories. So that's at goodgirlthebook.com. Yeah, come on. And speaking of stories, I was talking to your husband, Rob, and, and I was saying we need to have both of you on sometime so you guys can share yeah. this amazing story, this amazing tapestry that the Lord has weaved. <laughs> you know, I, I would love, love to hear the whole story in its entirety. I actually think that that story is still in process because the 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 child is part of that that story too you know so it's gonna be really cool i can't wait to hear that yes we can't yeah. so good it's gonna be so good <laughs> uh so victoria thank you so much again everybody please go buy that book um for people you really feel like could benefit from it maybe it's you uh link is in the description again also instagram revival house cc revival house cc um, that's how you can find out information about the amazing epic event happening starting tomorrow, all that good stuff. So Victoria, thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. So everybody, that's our show. Tune in tomorrow. We got one of the generals of the faith coming, John Rutke, who I'm so excited to have him back. He and I, he's just, he's just a dude. Like he's a dude, but he, like, he's, you know, he's like my dad's age. 
uh, but he's just a dude. And I'm so excited and he loves Jesus and he's doing a lot. Uh, so it's going to be a great time. You guys, it's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, also, LijahStreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. Again, that makes sure we can keep doing this at five days a week. Uh, but also you get in on the water wells, the double whammy. You support the ministry, you support the wells. So we love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with John Rodke. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 